Hey bros, welcome to the pub and my podcast We'd like to thank you for getting off your ass But there's one thing that you could do for us If only one thing that you could do for us Is to share this podcast with one of your mates And then we repay you by sticking a finger up your date But not in a gay way, but to check your prostate Cause that's what friends do and not feel violated So just one thing, share this yarn with your mate That's just one thing, yeah we might scrap the prostate thing Cause chicks are a thing too and blokes don't get to share all the love and probably our fingers will stink and if we don't wear gloves and we should probably who wears rubbers these days it's 20 fucking 24 come on kids wear rubbers still I, I don't still listen <laughs> Joy? Yes. We got a fucking special guest here today. He's special, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep we'll keep his name in this the bag. Is, this is one we've scored through the NDIS, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I've had no sleep and too many drinks, cunt. It's we, fucking on. But we didn't even fucking talk say talk about him until halfway through. I'm like, oh fuck, Mick's here. <laughs> we got sidetracked. You just oh, let his fuck. name out of the bag. Oh, fuck it yeah. anyway. Oh well there goes a the scoop. Yep. I was just just fucking listen then, cunt. Hot All tip. right, let's go. Into it. See ya. Toro. Fucking all right, here we are. So, we're on. And we're back. Fucking, yes. We are fucking back. And we got a little fucking. We got someone here. We got a fucking. <laughs> we got a. Re- we got an audience tonight, and I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. Not as nervous as me. He's got no fucking pants on. I don't know why. <laughs> It's just yeah. getting weird. Yeah, we old Mickey Horsford drop by. I said, "Oh, we'll stick around. We'll fucking jump on, have a yarn, because that's what we do." What was that noise? That was this. Well, this clip that I've been trying to open because there's fucking no service up here in the middle of whoop whoop. Fuck me sideways. Look at it. Anyway, it's Let's a clip. Talk about I, I would, what, what was, well, I tried to sh- I tried to share it, but this National Geographic fucking um, app thing won't let you share it to to any other fucking um. The screen thing. record it. Oh, can you do that, Kenya? All yeah. oh, right. See, I didn't even know that. Oh, you can do it in Kenya. Kenya. <laughs> Kenya. <laughs> so anyway, it's this great big fucking female killer whale. And she's like eight, nine meters long. Like she's a fucking big fish. And she hunts sharks. Like that's just what she does. And if you're fucking kind of... And she just pulls up and stops mid-water and, and so, doesn't even yeah, move and anymore. Yeah, and just pauses. They all just pause. <laughs> Mid-stride. Even the sharks pause too. Have they a go at this though. Have her. a go at this. Oh, oh, you fucking, fucking asshole. The suspense is killing me. <laughs> Fuck me sideways. We need a Streaming <laughs> is an asshole of a thing sometimes, no, isn't getting, it? We're getting like a second each time you pull back. <laughs> you're pulling <laughs> it back. Sound like my wife. <laughs> oh, Boom. Holy shit. Look at that. <laughs> so this fucking great big killer whale just goes around hunting great whites. And that's like a three or four metre fish that she's hunting. Hey. And she just hits it at full tilt. Full tilt just smashes straight into the rib cage and just fucks them. Shatters their ribs, busts their swim bladder, the whole fucking lot, and then just picks them apart as she as she pleases. And they they turn them upside down. I've heard. Yeah, they turn them upside down. They rip Make their guts open. They get their liver because the, uh, they reckon it's about a third of a shark's weight is its liver. They've got a huge liver. Yeah. And that's all sharks. Like you've seen them when you gut them, you cut a shark open. They've got this massive, big brown liver that runs I just eat all trout, the way bro. down. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> fucking snob, just because you're a master fisherman. <laughs> and that's what they chase because it's so rich. And there's just, there's, 
these big buddy fish all around the world now that are just going out and chasing fucking apex predators. Wonder if they like bull sharks. They can come up here. <laughs> yeah, and come and yeah. knock a few of those assholes <laughs> on the head. Because there's a there's another one. You ever watch that Shark Week going back a few years back? Every once a month, I get Shark Week, my place. Oh, fuck. Shit. Uh, Edit that one out. And they were talking, (laughs) no, 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 it's staying in, motherfucker. Um, So they were talking on that Shark Week, right, down off the bottom of West Australia. They tagged a three and a half metre great white and let her go. Anyway, after a a period of time, she was just cruising along the coastline and then all of a sudden, because the GPS gives them depth and temperature and, and, and all this other data that comes out of these tags that they put on them. And then out of nowhere, the the GPS, when they finally recollected it, it showed that she's just rocketed down to the depths of like 500 foot. She's just gone down and then stayed there for like six days at this really constant depth. But the thing was, as she got deeper, the temperature on the thing got warmer. <laughs> it was inside a fucking... Because it was inside yeah. something. But it was a four metre fish, three yeah. and a half or four metre fish. And it was fucking inside something for six days it shit the fucking GPS out, and the GPS has just come straight to the surface. Yeah. And they can tell all that from the data that comes out of the off the, the the tag. You know what I mean? So it's come up to the to the surface, and then it's just washed into a beach, and they've gone and collected it, and they've downloaded all the data, and they've realised that yeah, she's been pumped by something, eaten, taken down into the depths, because that's where a lot of those big apex predators, you killer whales, pilot whales, even great whites, they go down to that depth because it's like the optimum depth for them to digest food. Mm. And the temperature that it was at was like 72 degrees, which I think is the exact, yeah. the, the exact temperature of what the inside of a, a big predator would be. That, that's about how hot it would be inside the stomach of a, of a big creature. So now there's like all these researchers down the bottom end of WA and, and they see a lot of gray, uh, killer whales down there, but they're still not convinced that it was a killer whale that smoked this shark. They think it might have been something else. A megalodon. But yeah, that's what they that's that's the that's the conspiracy theory that's going around. Is that there's this great big critter swimming around the bottom of WA smashing all the big sharks and smashing whatever it wants, really. Which is fucking cool. That's real cool. I love right. a good conspiracy theory. Yeah. You got any? You got any? Neck? And what's a conspiracy theory you buy into? Because I heard another one today. I heard another conspiracy here. Here's one for you. You know, in airplanes, when they tell you, you when you're gonna crash, and they tell you to stick your head down between your legs. <laughs> yeah. So the conspiracy theory kiss your is boy. kiss your ass goodbye. That's the one. <laughs> so the conspiracy theory on that is they don't do it because they think that that's going to save you. They do it because they know in an, in a in a crash. If you've got your head down between your legs, your head's going to rocket into the chair in front of you. It's going to pump your fucking spinal cord straight out your asshole and you're dead. And it's a lot cheaper for their insurance if motherfuckers are dead from a plane crash than it is alive. Fuck yeah. And that's why they reckon they tell you to do it. It's probably accurate. I reckon. Oh, hey. I mean, But then also you think because that belt's going across and then when you hit something, you're going to fold in that shape. So you're pretty much in that shape already. Yeah, look, and that could be the reason too. But on the same hand, I mean, you know, if you're falling from 40,000 feet, you're <laughs> fucked anyway, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know which position is going to fuck me up the fastest. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you got? Got any conspiracy theories you buy into? Oh, there's a heap. 
I know. Well, look, as you get older, yeah, there is yeah, it's more, flat, isn't, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone had to say it. <laughs> we, we've actually been talking about that. There's, there's, a, there's a thing called, and but the, some of the stuff they they're showing on, they're like, "Fuck, oh, maybe." <laughs> then you're like, it's infinity. Nah. But, no. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like there's a couple. Like, uh, what was that one where you can get a really strong? So uh, if you get a sort of binoculars or a or a telescope. Yeah. And, you, and you look at a vessel out on the water, you've been out on the water, yeah. and, and if you see vessels that are a long way off with the naked eye, it looks like half the boat's missing. You know what I mean? And, and it does. But if you look through binoculars, a fair portion of that boat that you couldn't see with the naked eye, you can see. So the argument is with the flat earth is that because you can see that, it mustn't be, it's got to be flat. There mustn't be any curvature. You just need a stronger magnification. But Look at it this way. If you were the naked eye at 20 miles and you can only see half the vessel, you pick up a set of binoculars that are five times power and you look through it, all of a sudden you can see most of the vessel. You still won't see all of it. There'll still be some of it along the bottom that you won't be able to see. But if you then extrapolate, you like that fucking word? Yeah, I looked that up right today. I thought you fucking, no, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> From, I'm from Aotearoa, I can't spell. <laughs> but if you extrapolate that out five times, so instead of 20 miles, you take it out 100 miles with those super-duper fucking binoculars or whatever it is that you look through, you're only going to see half that boat. Yeah. At that distance, more of that vessel's going to disappear yeah. below the horizon line. And it's just, it's just because you're looking at the same distance as a, with the naked eye with powerful fucking That's right. magnification and it makes it look yeah. like there's no such thing. Extrapolate. Extrapolate. <laughs> True love. <laughs> because I know that just, just spending time out on the ocean like I have and you use, you know, going back when I first started out on the water, we used to use landmarks a fair bit and, you know, lighthouses and all that sort of stuff and and there's, you know, lighthouses. When you look on a navigation chart... Yeah, they just, the light should... That's, that's right. That's it'll actually, it'll actually give you out, out the front of a lighthouse. It'll give you a, 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 an angle that can be seen from that lighthouse mm. and it'll give you a distance that you can see it from. Yeah. So if you know there's a lighthouse bearing fucking north here and you can't see it, well, then you're more than 20 mile away. Yeah. Or you're right on thing. top of it. Or, yeah, you're, or you're underneath <laughs> it. It's going straight across <laughs> the, top, the top of your fucking head. So, yeah, the flat earth one, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Do I think we landed on the moon? Nah. <laughs> nah. No, I really don't. Oh, they, they, they had a, another crack the other day. Yeah, I see. I, I had the conversation with everyone. I'm like, do you reckon that they landed on the moon? And just, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's I know. my conspiracy theory. Yeah, I, I, think, I so. think so. Like, I'm like, how the fuck could they do it in the '60s or '50s or now. whatever? But yeah. we can't do it now. Come on now. Yeah, <laughs> come yeah. on. And they were saying something about the the computer they used. Like our fucking not our our phones had more power in that whole yeah. room. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Then what they they used. Yeah. No, I I, I firmly believe that was a big load of shit. You know, and the fact that we can't... But I I think we have landed, like, little rover things and shit on there now, haven't we? Like, picked up samples and all that sort of stuff. Well, have we? (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Want to be in the same room. Want to be in the same room. Yeah, that's exactly right. So we will let the people know a little bit about Mick. Oh, yeah, sorry, we get carried away there. <laughs> Mick likes long walks on the beach, romantic yep. candlelit dinners. Um, he's, he's immune to wearing pants, obviously. <laughs> and doodle. <laughs> and cock. <laughs> what do you do, Mick? Where are you from? I am, I'm from, I'm from Mena Creek, actually. I'll go with that. I'm um, born in Innisfail, raised in Mena Creek my whole life, uh, and I'm a banana farmer. That's 
fair reason how I got to know Taz between footy as a kid and yeah, yeah, yeah. and growing bananas, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, my grandfather, I think he started growing bananas in 1965, I think. And True story. Yeah, so he, I think he was about the second, well, not necessarily about the area, but at Mena Creek, the second person at Mena Creek to, to grow bananas and... I guess that's probably how I got to know Taz as well through through that. His father, um, I think he used to go to the railway. Granddad used to always tell me a story about your dad at the rail sta- railway station. They used to have to load containers at the same time and stuff. So, and yeah. they knew each they knew each other back then, obviously. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right. Because <laughs> it would have been a much more sm- smaller community back then, yeah. the, even the, amongst the banana. The farmers. thing is, my old boy uh, never really drank or anything like that. So he couldn't yeah. never meet people at a pub or anything like that. The yeah. only place he spoke to him was like at a fertiliser place or the railway or... <laughs> yeah, yeah. work-related. Yeah. I yeah, did yeah, play yeah. indoor cricket. That's yeah, okay. where I met a few people. Other than that, yeah. Well, you play indoor cricket down here. Someone's banana um, shed. Someone's you know packing shed. where Cumic Steel used to be? Yeah. The, that big shed there? Or where M- MRT is now. Is that what it was? That was indoor cricket, so, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, that was big too, eh? Yeah. Back in the day. It was, it was like touch. You played touch and like yeah, how, yeah. how big touch used to be, eh? Yeah, I don't know 100%. if I'm playing touch or touch is playing me at the moment. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> haven't decided yet. He's like, oh, he, when he goes to play, he's like, is there any little boys playing? Oh, I'm not playing tonight. He's going to spat his fucking drink everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> But I'm in the toilets, mister. <laughs> Shut up, kid. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> stop. Stop, stop, stop. No, let's, let's, get, let's get back to fucking going. Mick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you're a yokel. We won't hold that against you because it's a fucking good place to grow up, eh? It is 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, yeah, growing up on the farm. Having family on the farm is another good thing as well, I think. Sort uh, of. Hunting. <laughs> Not on my side. Yeah. Hunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunting, yeah. teaching them how to drive machinery and just yeah. that lifestyle. It's a good way for it's a kid to be raised. It's the outdoors, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that's why we all live here. That's why I moved back to North Queensland. Yeah. was for exactly that. Hunting, yeah. fishing, outdoors, just the Aussie thing, the quintessential Aussie thing that we all love so much. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got a question for you. A young fella put up a post the other night. Won't say who he is, of them camping and fishing and that, and they had their guns out and they were drinking. Ah. Did they get in trouble? Because you're supposed to be zero with alcohol. Oh, they could. Absolutely. They didn't. I mean, look, were they using the firearms though? But the thing was, they were laying down. They weren't actually put away in a safe. Stored out of sight. They are supposed to be locked Mm. up. So that's what I was. I sort of sent him a message. Said, Dude, just pull that down as soon as you can, because I'm pretty sure you probably get in trouble there, bruss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone dobs in for something. And look, you shouldn't. Yeah, we know better, but we've all been young too. Mm. You know what I mean? There's. I, I promise you, every every bloke around the uh, the country that has done any sort of shooting or lived the country life has probably sat there after a few beers and taken pot shots at a fucking can or a tin or a fence post or something like yeah. that. You know. But as you get older, you kind of see the. The, the error in it. Yeah. And I, there was a fellow that used to go out here. He was one of the maddest bastards you had, but as soon as you, someone pulled a bear out around the guns, all right, boys, guns away, he'd be just like, yeah, fuck that it. it. And that's, that's just, the way it should be. Yeah. Just very moral in that sort of way. Yeah. But yeah. then go and fucking walk up to his neck in crop infested waters. <laughs> 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 Most of the hunting you've done for pigs? Uh, dogs, yeah. yeah. I haven't done that since I've had kids, really. But yeah, um, yeah always had, always had dogs. Um, probably grew up. Dad always hunted from since I was born, I guess. Probably yeah. before that, and yeah, hunted dogs. And Only way to keep them out of the farm, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. 
You still yeah. have dramas with them now? Yeah, 100%. There's How many worth... acres you got? Oh, of bananas, there's probably 230 or Shit, something eh? like that. Yeah, okay. Uh, 220, 230. Yep. And then of land, though, there's probably, oh, as I guess, 600 or something around Shit, about okay, there. Yeah. So we've got a lot of rainforest. We're surrounded by national parks. Oh, yeah. and he, also no, grows, he also grows ganja. <laughs> I'm probably the only one in Mini Creek who does it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard there's better money in opium anyway. Yeah, so I'm just saying, right. just throwing it out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes it hard, eh? All that rainforest around. You just 100%. constantly got pigs, haven't you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. you set up any traps? Yes. Yes. So we do get quite a few on the traps. Um, I just find, I don't know, over the last few years, it seems to be getting worse and worse and worse and worse. So the numbers, much worse, I believe. Mm. Um, and it seems to be more and more and more and more and more of dog crates in the back of youth. So. Yeah, there is a we, – we were just talking about this last week, actually. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of young fellas hunting at the moment. And the hard part – and, and I, I guess they don't realise that they make it harder for themselves because it's really hard to get on a property to go for a hunt. 100%. Like, I hunt too. And and it's – when you when you do get permission on a property, you value it because if you lose it, it's pretty hard to get on to anywhere. And mm. then the hardest part of all is all these young fellas that think it's okay to just trespass, poach, and do whatever the fuck they want. Because yep. that's why so many property owners shut their gates, lock their gates. Wreck it for the good guy. Yeah, absolutely. That's yep. exactly right. And that's countrywide. That's yep. not just – it's not here. Everyone's – no one's immune to it if you own a property. Yeah. You know, I, I worked on a cattle station up the Cape for a, a fair period of time, and I remember finding blokes poaching. And I'm talking like – 300 kilometres off the PDR in the middle of fucking nowhere and you'd come across a, b- a bunch of blokes camped up with quads and dogs and all that sort of stuff and you're like, mate, where the fuck did you... Oh, oh we just... Yeah, we took a... We took a I think we took a wrong turn back then. Fuck off, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there is dead set one road in here and you had to follow it. So, <laughs> like, don't take the piss, you know? Pack your shit up, let's go. Yeah. But it ruins it for everyone. They go in, they shoot does. cattle... They leave gates open, they fuck fences, all that sort of stuff. And yep. it's just, it's unfortunate. Yeah. It's unfortunate, you know. But the kids have ruined the hunting. Yeah. They ruin everything. 100%. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I agree. Know. I hear you, bud. Yeah. Just that. Uh, one of the, the most amazing commodities you have as a, a younger single bloke is being able to be selfish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, it's a good trade. <laughs> Everyone bags you for it, don't they? Oh. Yeah. But once it's gone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I when, know. when you hit, talk to these young fellas and they're like, oh, what are you? Oh, man, I've been fucking flat out. It's like, cunt. You got <laughs> yeah. no, no idea, idea what flat no out No idea at time. Like, we get five minutes for, of owning a rain. We're like, fuck yeah. Well, yeah. what's this? Fit in five minutes. Okay, here's my other thing. We were just about to talk this beforehand, okay? Why? Why the fuck do these these porn channels, companies and all that, why do they seem the need to make these clips 40 minutes long? Yeah, that's accurate. Who the fuck gets through 40 minutes of porn? Honestly. I just look at the thumbnails. Are you kidding me? Like. I just fly through the thumbnails. I'm, yeah. I'm done and the young fella's still sitting on the couch with his stepmom. I've <laughs> <laughs> left. Like they're still chit-chatting about his homework. Thought, and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's me, I'm out. <laughs> I thought you were talking about your own young fella. <laughs> Oh, not, not on the movie, but he, he still hasn't left home yet. You're still he hasn't, having a crack he hasn't got a step, mum, yet. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're not listening, babe. <laughs> I know she's not. She's battling our kids right now. How many kids you got, bud? Uh, three girls. Have you? Yeah, so I got yeah, uh, yeah, almost yeah. 12, uh, almost oh, just turned nine and just turned seven. 
She's got two, tri- two chipmunks. So you're, <laughs> yeah, <I do>. yeah. <laughs> two squeaky little bastards. <laughs> so you're up against it in your house. Well, I am. Yeah, there's very little testosterone in my house. Yeah, very, very, very absolutely. little. Very how, dominant. How are you travelling so far? Are you okay, mate? Oh, we, you know, we have to ask I'm if we're each other all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been mended to how I have to be now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they haven't even hit their teens yet. No. Are you nervous? Uh, I don't think so. I'm probably more nervous for my wife, to be honest with you. I reckon they're probably going to clash harder. Then the yeah. dramas. I think there's going to be bigger dramas with the girls than what there hopefully is with me. Yeah, okay. hopefully. I get you. Hopefully. I get you. Hope yeah. for the best. Yeah, that that estrogen based pissing 100%. contest. Oh, but you, yeah. you think about that. They're all going to come into time in the same. Yeah. See, I've, that's probably another one of my conspiracy <laughs> theories. I reckon I'll get fucked over. I reckon I'll be a week apart. So it's just a full month of hell. <laughs> We can only hope. We can only hope. <laughs> or who's sleeping in the country room? <laughs> he will be. <laughs> Every night, yeah. Padded room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might have to build yourself a little, like, one bedder out in the shed. Just just for your own sanity, bud. For your own sanity. Oh, yeah. Far out. Yeah, they'll be tough times. Yep. They enjoy the outdoors, though? They do, yeah, kids. girls. Like, we got a caravan as well, so we do a fair bit of camping in the caravan. Um, yep. Probably not so much. I haven't really taken the girls on the farm. I've taken the girls hunting, but I haven't really taken them on bush trips or anything like that as yet. Um, But I hope to this year, definitely with the eldest girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She doesn't mind it? Oh, yeah, she's good. She she can handle like uh, from a young age. She's like we've had cattle and raised cattle and eaten the cows and stuff like yeah, that yeah, yeah. and shot pigs and all that sort of stuff. She handles that kind she of She doesn't mind things. the country either. Yeah, 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 she's yeah, good. yeah. Cool, yeah. cool. They fish? You fish? Uh, not so much. That was another one before kids where I, yeah. when I had time where I used to do a lot of fishing, um, bush trips and stuff like that as well up the Cape. Yeah. I worked up the Cape for uh, probably two or three years of my apprenticeship. Did you? Um, where were you? Uh, Arakoon, Bagger. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's where I was. Yeah. Oh, was really? Like yeah, yeah, I reckon yeah. Arakoon's probably the be- most beautiful place I've ever been oh, to, to be honest 100%, with you. 100%, brother. Yeah. 100% yeah. as a community, like it's got its issues. Yeah. No doubt about that. That's we the mouth of the um, that. Archer. Archer. Archer and that, mouth yeah. of the Archer. Watson, Ward. But, but yeah. as far as country goes... I don't don't think you do. I think I could be speculating, but I do. I'm pretty sure the wetlands of of the Archer are allegedly bigger than Kakadu from what I've been told anyway. So I was on the station that's directly on the other side of the Archer, APN. Okay. I worked over there for a while. Wow. And loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. The only reason I come back is my missus got pregnant. Wow. They actually offered me the job running the station up there and that sort of stuff, and I was like, done. Fucking done. But the thing was, she was down here and he was up there. She'd actually been for a holiday to South Africa, and every now and then my kid's like, <laughs> just out of fucking nowhere. I'm like, what's wrong with you? You got a nervous tick or something? You know, nah, I'm dad, I'm all good. He's like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm making mangrove noises. <laughs> and he can jump fucking high, too. <laughs> Wait to get the lights in town, he just starts fucking jumping. But I loved it up there, man. Yeah. You know, like we had the we had the love, the Kirk, the Holroyd to fish on, the Kendall and that sort of stuff, and all the way up and down that coast. Yeah. Pigs are insane, you know. Fishing That's- and hunting. I think we had a session uh, up the coast from Arakoon. Uh, I think it was a oh, 40-minute session. I think we got like 110 barrels, yeah. something like that, between three of us. I know. It was ridiculous. And it just ruins ridiculous. you for barra fishing for 100%. life. It does. It just <laughs> does. Like, you know the other thing with that? 
is you caught 110, but you probably missed a thousand. Oh, easy. Oh, easy. So, yeah. so when you go fishing yeah. here, you miss probably 10 before you get one. Yeah. And then yeah. you say, like, so when you get one, it's a big fucking deal. Yeah, it's a reward. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> it is. Because you've had to work. You've yeah. cast for six hours up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Six hours for one fish, whereas up there you're throwing one cast and caught six fish. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. Like, you know, I remember doing a session on the love where, yeah, same sort of thing. Three, four hours, 300 fish. Unreal. Between mate. a few of us. Yeah. And, you, and you, you actually start squashing the barbs on the hooks yeah. because it just makes your life so much easier. Yeah. You're not pissing around with the little ones so much. Just makes, get them easier out of your arm. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flick them back in the water. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, well, that's where that uh, Maddie and, and Maddie and Bryce from Hog Squads and Dogs. Yeah, okay. That's actually where they, you know, their first few episodes and, and clips that they did over the years that really shot them up there with, with the PMing community was all on that same station. Wow. And and I've got footage on my laptop at home of mobs of 80 to 100 pigs wow. just all standing out in the open. I've actually seen dogs go hurtling out into a mob of pigs and then after about <laughs> yeah. 100 yards turn around and come fucking hurtling yeah. back with about 50 pigs hard up their ass. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and we're all going up trees to hide and stuff like that, you and know. Yeah, that's one thing I reckon up there, there was not one pig that, that turned to run. No, no it was just they're up for blue. On, just, yeah, yeah it was especially fighting. the boars. They get yeah. their big lone boars out on those floodplains. Yeah. And they'll see you coming and they'll just stand their ground. Yeah. Just drop their head just as the dogs get near them. They'll just drop their head and then whack. But yeah. you think about them, they, they don't, there's nowhere to go. No, yeah. they, well, they, they're, they're not going like, to run. We're not going to run because it's going to be that Jump fucking in the hot. with a croc or. <laughs> and there's a lot of dingoes up there too. Mm. There's a lot of dingoes in all that floodplain country. So they learn from a young age that they're never going to outrun a dingo, mm. but they'll, yeah. they'll beat it in a fight. No yeah. drama at all. Even probably half a dozen dingoes they'll beat in a fight. But, yeah, country-wise, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what were you doing up there? Uh, Carpenter. So I think I actually arrived there right on tax time um, where all the, chank, uh, the checks came out um, for, for, for the guys' tax returns. So yep. it was pretty crazy up there. There was a pub up there then too. Oh, okay, all right. So, you were up there um, then. Yeah, 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 right. There was, I think, the first day I got there. Pretty sure the cop car got stolen that day. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of gambling. Yeah. But they were good people at the same time. They never done any harm to us. While no, and there. you know what? Oh, and I've Just said this infighting. to him. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, it is man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's family bullshit that's mm. been going on since Adam was a Boy Scout. And then a bunch of missionaries went up there 100 years ago and made them all live together. Yeah. yeah. And it all went to custard from there. Mm. Yeah. You know, but if you go up there and you make an effort to be part of the community, say hello to people, have a yeah. yarn and that sort of stuff. You'll never have an issue. Yeah. You really friggin' won't. You know, I used to go and play touch footy with the young kids when I was in town and all that sort of stuff. Oh, did you see? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> not like that. Uh, fuck. No, touch footy in the pa park, not in the fucking toilets. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good time up there. Yeah. I'd go back up there in a heartbeat. Yeah. I really would. Yeah. You know. 100%. That's definitely the... Most beautiful place that I've ever been to, I reckon. Yeah. The whole river system, uh, just the country, it was, yeah. And young. Yeah. Worked hard and got to play hard at the same time. It was excellent. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Travel up the weep and play hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it's also much more accessible now too. Like the PDR nearly done. We used to just flog the shit out of ourselves for 10 hours going yeah. up there. Remember it? Yeah. Just corrogations yeah. for 600K. Yeah, just <laughs> three days after it and it was about fucking 10 inches round, the shit that you do from all the corrogation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missing some fillings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But once you'd done like two or three trips back then when the road was the way it had, you had tightened and retightened every bolt on your 100%. fucking car. Yep. Like your bo- your vehicle was bulletproof after you'd done three <laughs> trips up that thing. Like everything that could possibly have broken, it broken, and you'd already upgraded. Yeah. And the the worst parts around Musgrave. Oh, I was going to say that. Was yeah. Always yeah. That, there must it be is the a rocky soil that. Yeah. yeah. And and it gets that fine coating of dust across it. Yeah. Across dust, so it doesn't even look corrugated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. I remember some spots. It's, you. You'd be holding the steering wheel so lightly and just it yeah. went where it wanted. You'd just be <laughs> yeah. weaving all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. And, Let it go. And it, it's funny when you're younger, you don't you don't think about the ramifications of it. You're just sitting on fucking 90, 100 k's yeah. an hour, skipping along yeah. sideways. Ha, yeah. ha, ha, this is fun, you know. <laughs> yeah. But we come across a pretty bad accident. Oh, 2012, I think it might have been. We were coming back, me and a heap of mates, and we come across a pretty bad accident and we all kind of pulled our heads in after yeah. that. Yeah, we were like. I fuck. did one. We did two. One just south of Weeper. Yeah. Okay. And yep. I was just a Holden station wagon, just flipped on its roof. Football. They were going to a game of footy. From they were driving from Cohen to Weeper to play footy. They crashed crashed just before Weeper and just like footy boots and shit everywhere. I think one fella died in it. And yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah. Right. We. It was a fatality. The one we came across too. And it, you pull. You pull your head in a bit. Ah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> There was 80s a, fast enough. There yeah. was another one where they <clears throat> were pulling people up because everyone used to store their piss in the seat behind them. And old mate um, hit hit a tree or hit something, but the thing that killed him was the, the uh, cartons of piss from behind hit him in the head and killed him from behind. Yeah. So they were stopping people putting alcohol and heavy things in the back seats of cars. Nothing worse than getting wrecked from behind, eh, baby? <laughs> I thought you were waiting for me to say I just seen the look on your face. I'm like, this cunt's got something. <laughs> I felt like I've, I've nearly died a couple of times too myself, I've got to be honest. <laughs> so we'll have to get back a little bit on the bananas, Mick. Um, we, we've been going to town a bit on, on um, different people and different places. So, And I, I know you send sort of to the same sort of places I send and we, we've got to keep tight-lipped on some stuff because we like to send to those places. <laughs> yeah, 100%. But... Um, yeah, with, with all this ACCC stuff going on, it's pretty bit, um, big things coming in the pipeline anyway. And one thing I noticed, have, have, have you noticed how good the price has been through high fluctuations of yeah. um, high density of fruit on the market? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know how to answer this in a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, copy that. It's, um, yeah, I think. I think you've covered a fair bit of what I think about it over the last few podcasts. Um, yeah, margin's probably a really big thing in my opinion. Um, the way that uh, what we're being paid to what the retail end is, and I can understand all their costs as well that they have to wear. Um yeah, well, he's know. being diplomatic. Yeah. Been, fuck, he's been so much more diplomatic than <laughs> you are. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I am. Um, <laughs> but I want to get cut, cut back a couple extra lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair call. Fair call, brother. I get it. I get it. But it's it's also shit that 
you feel that way about it, that you can't speak freely about it and that sort of but stuff. Apparently, you know what I mean? she said we could. Yeah. The Coles executive said on that thing, we can complain anytime we want. Yeah, but is it, is it genuinely going to be heard, though? Because there's, there's probably people it, it, complaining it's like left, an, right It's like Senate. an ombudsman yeah, right. yeah. for them to get up, but they're like, oh, one, I think they got one one year and one, two the next year yeah. or something. And yeah. he was broke three years later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Do you think? Do you both think that the 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 good price you're experiencing is genuinely just because this A Triple C inquiry is going on, and they're just going, "Oh fuck, let's cover our ass a little I bit, think, and jack it up a little I bit." I think it might be a little bit tactical as well. I think maybe they might be going down that avenue of doing less for more. So there is a correlation between um, like your retail ticket and demand. Yep. Yeah, and if they pay us marginally more, but their retail ticket is going up, their orders go down. Yeah, okay. So you're selling like, less a, you, for more. And you've got to be in a, the, find the sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah, right. And, and I think that's what they're working off now is their sweet spot. But I do think the ACCC probably has definitely, it definitely has. It's encouraged it. 100%. Yeah, okay. 100%. Well, well, they're a lot more accountable for their actions <laughs> than what they have been. But this time last year... It's nearly the same number, same all that, and it was half the price. Hundred percent. Yep. Really. Mm. In in like how how quickly can your price per box change as farmers? Like, is it very much a fucking overnight thing? Can, can it change overnight? A weather event will do that. Yep. Really. Yeah. A, a weather event will do it in, for the better, though. Will it? It'll go up overnight because a weather event's yes. not crops on the head. But you'll see that too. Like uh, quality might go backwards from a weather event as well. So you might see that price dive as well because right. of that. So like if it gets too hot or something yeah, like but that. Sometimes it usually takes a couple of weeks after a weather event because yes. people still be picking stuff off of the ground and stuff just trying to recoup some cost. Yeah, so right. So usually after a weather event is a couple of weeks of like worse price because this, it's yeah, just okay. flat in the market yeah. and then all of a sudden there's nothing. And then they're like, fuck, we have to put the price up. Yeah, yeah okay then, I yeah. gotcha. I but gotcha. Usually it takes a long time to come up and a couple of days to go down. Yeah, it's, that's pretty accurate, <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah. And how do you see the, the like, are you looking forward to the future of farming or do you think it's it's on a downhill trend? Do you it's think anything's getting gonna- tougher and tougher and tougher and tougher, especially between rising costs um, with everything, with everything from admin right through to our side of from, from growing it to, to your labour costs. Fertiliser, fuel, labour. You put everything. all that on top of that. Um, certification, being yeah. able to maintain the certification, like up to the standards that are required for us. Yeah, that, yeah we were talking that about that a couple a of weeks of ago. Money we? to to do that. Yeah, that and the supermarkets can sit there and say that they pay that little bit more, but it costs us a shit ton more to produce to those standards. And is it, is it becoming those standards that that we, you hear about on the news all the time and that sort of thing? You know, the, the fruit has to look like this and it has to be a certain size, and if it's got a mark on it, then fucking it's no good. And that's is that really sustainable? No, it's not, is it? No, surely not. No, no. And even the ethical auditing that goes on, yeah, that like you might see an ad where one of the three big supermarkets may say. Um, that they source fruit from sustainable farming and all this sort of stuff. It's not the farmer that gets the pat on the back. It's it's the supermarket that gets the pat on the back. Like For putting in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys put in the extra no effort. Reward. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. Yep. Like they get 
they get all the the pats on the back for that, and it, it is at a like, and we are we are all for ethical farming. Of course, that goes without saying. Everything, yeah, all that way through. But I think the way it's going is not sustainable. Yeah, and I'd hate to see what it's going to be like in another ten years. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I was saying. Um, that meeting we went to a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, every farmer I spoke to there has no children coming up yeah. to take over the reins. And it was one of the probably that was probably about sixty percent of the industry yep. right there in the room. Hundred percent. Yep. Yep. As in the industry of North Queensland or total Australia? Australia. Yeah. Really? Shit. Do we grow that many bananas up here? Yep. Like, is it, is it really that? That ninety three percent come from North Queensland. Mm, some, I think most of 90, Australia's bananas. Ninety eight. Oh, there you yeah, go. Three, yeah, three. Is it really? Is Holy down. shit! Yeah. I didn't realise it was that much. Yeah. Mm, yeah right. Yeah. Far out. Yeah. So. And the other one, it's the biggest selling fruit. Yeah, it's not the big. It's a, it's not the biggest selling produce. No, which one do you think that is? We found that out the other day. Yeah. <sighs> you wouldn't think it. It'll be something. Yeah, it'll be something obscure. Broccoli, carrots, carrots. Yeah, right. Well, like, fuck me. Well, how's? Can, I was shocked. Think of carrots. I was shocked. Really, too. carrots. Yeah. And that, but they also have such a piss poor markup on a carrot. Like, yeah. well, you get carrots yeah. for like two bucks a kilo yeah. type mm. thing. So, but then I suppose they're easy to grow. Yeah. yeah, aren't they? Yeah. They're not in a the hu- ground. Bit of aerial spraying, bit of fucking. They're not a really labour-intensive yeah. kind of uh, kind of fruit, are they? So it's, it's all, all machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Do you think at some stage, like you look at Asia and that sort of thing, and they have these, oh, you could only call them super farms, where it's just thousands of acres of just a single crop owned by the same person growing on mass. Do you think that's where people want farming to go? Do you think that's the direction farming's heading? I reckon it's almost like you're being pushed to have a corporate structure at least. That's, yeah, that's what I mean from at the top, the corporate that corporate structure. thing where it's just yeah. – and it, and it really does push out the little guys. Yeah. The, yeah. the thing they don't really understand is how labour-intensive labor bananas are. Yeah. And the cost, we are like – Teetering on, on every on knife's edge all day every day. We've got to keep people working. We've got to keep everyone doing just so we can just keep that cost at a, at the perfect. If someone one person doesn't turn up, it can send you broke that day. Like yeah, right. Send you under for that day. So yeah. you you're right on that edge. So once you get into where no one owns that farm, no one gives a fuck really. They're just getting their fucking salary for the year. Mm. They're not going to be on edge and like. Bananas won't be around. I'm telling you that yep. because no, they won't be able to afford to grow them. They'll import them for sure. Yep. And if you import bananas, you're just getting all this all this chemicals and stuff that's not even passed by our um, regulations and it's all going to come straight in and just roll all, all That's the, the amazing thing, isn't it? They'll pump you guys about accreditation and, ethical, and ordering that's a really good and ethical example of and ethical all ordering. that sort of stuff. <laughs> but then when there's a shortage and they need it, they'll get it from overseas and... Yep. They won't give a shit. Yeah. They don't actually get bananas from overseas ever. Yeah, okay. They, yeah, they can't. Um, <clears throat> just because of pest and disease. Yeah, right. That's our main that's if we if we that's didn't have only ground. That's our only grounds. Otherwise they'd be in right now. Just a quarantine side of things. Yep. Oh, just yeah, just because we, we got so many pests, uh, so many diseases no one else uh, no diseases that uh, all these other countries have. And we don't have them. Mm, so we don't want them. So Yeah, right. Okay. So biosecurity is probably the biggest Thing that's stopping imports for us at the moment. Yep. 
So you're you're what third generation farming up here? Yeah, you I'm said third. your granddad was into it. Yeah, yeah, okay. So do you reckon? Do you reckon you're the next gen like your your kids? Do you reckon you're going to push them towards farming? I would let them do what they want. Yeah. If they, I'm really hopeful that it's still that there's that opportunity to still run, have a good business. Yeah. Um, to be able to be sustainable. Yep. Moving forward. Yep. <laughs> and I, one thing I think we've got going for us, it's probably similar to the Alcocks as well, is that it's a family farm. So like he was saying, these corporate businesses, when we ship bricks, they ship skyscrapers in the terms of hemorrhaging money. Like that, like we're a lot more efficient than what they can be because we're so much more hands-on and, yeah. you know, you're running it a lot more of a skeleton crew than the rest of them. But um, moving moving forward, I really hope that there is that opportunity for my kids still to go on the farm. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. And that it's viable. That it's viable. That's probably the biggest thing out of everything, that it's sustainable. Yeah. And you can still maintain a good life with it. That's probably the most important part out of it. Yeah, that's and that's exactly it. That's why we all work, isn't it? Yeah. Work to live, not work, live to play, live to work. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's actually it's a good job in a way where if you can pretty much get most of your stuff done for four and a bit days a week. So you can have the weekend off if you sort everything out correctly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's you the do hardest have, part. You do have weekends <laughs> where there's a lot of shit going on. Weather is another one that, like, if we have two, three months of just constant rain. Your grass is through the roof, so guess who's got to spray on the weekends to get all that down? So yeah. you do have these points where you you can't do it, but if you if the weather and everything plays fair, you can pretty much live a fairly good life growing bananas. Yeah. So Taz has got his is you know his better half, his brother helping him out on his farm, and they get along like house on fire. <laughs> have you got um you got any other family on your farm? Me and my father. So my brother purchased one of the farms off dad. Probably three years ago, yep. like right around COVID, when everything turned to shit. Poor bastard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's me and my father, and yeah, that's pretty well it. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. All right. And my brother's got his own farm, so. You've got someone else there with experience, though, yeah. and you can, you can bounce off each other and cover yep. each other when, Fight you know. with one another. <laughs> yeah, yeah, blue, and have a blue, of course. You've got to have someone you can have a good yeah. blue with, eh? <laughs> Fucking oath. And what else do you do when you're not on the farm? What, you know, fam, farm and family. You said you get away in the van a Yeah, bit. in the van, I guess, um, between that, I guess, and then the kids, with between kids, sports. Um, it just consumes life. your whole fucking life, yeah. doesn't it? I know. Yeah, we've got a few cattle at home as well that we fuck around with on weekends. You should see the size of these fucking oh, yeah. They're ready to be eaten about two <laughs> years back ago. They're back in milk teeth now. <laughs> <laughs> There's no teeth left in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you got? Boys. What are the cattle uh, for the most there's part? There's a mixture. There's a few. There's like, oh... We, we were at 25, we're back down to nine, uh, sort of like drought master cross sort of yeah. mainly, yeah. a bit of Brahmin in them. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. There's yeah. a couple there, I reckon be 800 kilos. Yeah, yeah there's <laughs> definitely a couple that would go 800. Yeah. <laughs> big steers too. Sounds, sounds, like some big, <laughs> sounds like some big tomahawks walking yeah. around your paddock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got a brisket, you, yeah. you could cut it up in a four thing. You still have to do one side. <laughs> 12 kilo briskets. <laughs> I fucking, I cooked a brisket yesterday. It was good too. You had a taste, eh? You had a taste. Where's mine? Oh, uh, yeah, it's in a dog bowl. I'll go get some. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking typical. <laughs> typical, typical. What sort of van you got? Uh, I got a Jayco. Yeah. Uh, Expander. Yep. 19, 19 footer. 
with a shower and that. Yep. And, um, yeah, so every school holidays we try and, whether it's at Eddie Bay or whether we're somewhere, somewhere, somewhere else, we yeah. try and do that and I'll work in between that. Yep. Um, do it, Probably do a lot of weekenders as well do with you? the van with the kids, whether yeah, it's down good. at um, oh, Lucinda, um, Rolling Stone, Music festivals, went to do the Way Out West Festival. That was excellent oh, yeah. at Winton. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, just family stuff. I guess I get occupied yeah. by most of the time now. What are you pulling the van with? D-Max. You oh, can yeah. go your own way. Yeah, yeah, okay. You like them? <laughs> no, we all got Azuzus around here, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Azuzus is the new Hilux. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think for, for a value for money, it was the right. Uh, the Hilux is probably too tight in the back for me three kids. I measured it. True. When, when, I, when I got the D-Max, that was the... Selling factor for me that was I would it? have had three car seats at the same yeah, time yeah, in yeah. the back. Yeah, I thought, fuck. Hilux was that bit too narrow? A little bit too narrow. Yeah, True, eh? Just that little bit too narrow, oh, even though it wouldn't have affected me. But yeah, um, yeah, that's why I probably went that way. And, and I made it as a salesman. Of D-Max's pull as good as they, they reckon they do? I reckon it does. Oh, yeah. I've got a Prado as well, and I reckon it smoked the Prado. Yeah, okay. Yeah, then. yeah. I reckon it would, but I wouldn't say it's got the luxuries of a Toyota. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Toyotas finish their cars real well, okay, don't they? Nice. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I yeah. know what you mean. Yep. Yeah, we've been umming and ahhing about upgrading and that sort of stuff because I've got a 100 series. But oh, even both me and the missus don't want to get rid of it. So yeah. It's, it's just about to go down to Brizzy and get chopped. Send it back. Dual cab. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, chop the arse off it and I think going to send it to Just Autos while it's down there as well. Oh, nice. Get some little bit of engine work done and all that sort of stuff and, and stick with that because those engines are just – they don't break. 100%. And you can yeah. fix them. Yeah. That's the hard part with those new engines now. You just can't yeah. touch them, can you? You yeah. need a laptop and a PhD. And that's like <laughs> when you're saying that you spend all that time up the Cape as well, like they're not all that good to have up there if you haven't got a computer to plug into it to fix it. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, they just, um, yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. But there's some good video. When do you get yours? Yours will be here soon, won't it? had a phone call today. It's like, can any day now, like could be tomorrow, could be... End of the week, sort of thing. Oh, fuck, that's better than end of the year. Well, all I know is there's fucking two in cans in the car up there. I'm going to fucking drive up there right now and buy one tomorrow. Fuck! <laughs> 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 Me chair just gave way. Christ, <laughs> I nearly fell out the fucking window. Uh, Mick said, oh, how big is Joy? Is he a fat cunt? I said, fucking hell, look at him. Fucking hell. He's now. Yeah, I think, I think your young fella's fucking gaming chair's fucked, mate. <laughs> My fat ass has just ruined it. You're going to grab that one. I will, actually. <laughs> The piano chair. <laughs> the piano chair. Play a song while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mick goes, oh, how big's Josh? I said, oh, probably 120 kilos. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I, managed, I managed to keep the Maori genetics at about 95. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll catch up with me one day, though. I'll get out of bed and be 122. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah, so that's this week sometime, hopefully, so... Otherwise, it will be this week because I'll go to Cairns and buy the cunt. Oh, I told you to do that a fortnight yeah. ago. <laughs> Shut off. Should have just done that. Are you going to pimp it? Nah. They're pretty much pimped. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind taking the just autos, but it's all about um, warranty. I just don't know if I can fuck around with it too much. It's the hard part with the new ones now, eh? Because mm. so many of those bikes that are driving the, you know, 200s and the, the 79s, the V8s and that sort of stuff, like all those fellas that have chipped them and tuned them, yep. the warranty's out the window. Yep. Mm. And it's a lot of money to spend on a car to then go and void a seven-year <laughs> warranty. 100%. Straight off the bat. 
Yeah. yeah, but I got this much fucking <coughs> boost in my fucking turbo, bro. Oh, fuck. Some, <laughs> some blokes now with their four-wheel drives, Christ, they're getting some big numbers, especially those D-Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, you, the, when you ever play with them, book, yeah. by God, for, for a, a, a what? They're a three-litre? Mine's three-litre. Did yep. they go back to 2.8 or no? Okay. No, no, they're probably three. Still three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they are. Because some yeah. blokes are getting 400 horsepower out of the body yeah. things. It's ridiculous. Oh. Whipper snipper engines with getting <laughs> bombed up, yeah. running on maximum <laughs> capacity. I reckon that that's probably worrying, I reckon. <laughs> well, it is, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and, and that's why those, that Toyota is always, you know, even those new V8s, everyone reckons when you first get them, they're gutless. Yeah, yeah. But that's why they last. Yeah, 100%. Tune them down a little bit. Did mm. you see, I sent you that patrol the other night yeah. from... From yeah, where was we, that from? Dubai or something yeah. like that, wasn't it? Was it 1,600 horsepower? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Patrol. <laughs> fucking Nissan Patrol. <laughs> she started up. Those mad Arabs with too much money, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Go and put V12 Lamborghini engines in a Patrol. <laughs> For fuck's sakes, guys, come on. <laughs> None of us have that kind of money. Just stop it. <laughs> you see them racing their Patrols up and down the sand dunes over there, 1,000 horsepower. Like, come on. <laughs> Flipping them. Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just get out and laugh. Because they can. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I still... Pretty much 99% of the day I have laugh and talk 100%. shit with them all day. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just, But the thing is, at the end of the day, you have to be a boss first. and then Yeah, that's right. And yeah. so when the shit hits a fan, cranky Tony comes out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do. It, it all comes down to bottom line, doesn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't have someone on deck anywhere in any industry that's not pulling their weight these days. No, yeah. You just can't afford to. And and also coming back to the fact that you've got like 99% import staff, that's a sad indictment on Aussies. Yes. Shit. Because hard work and a good work ethic has gone out the fucking window yeah. in this country. And the other thing we, we pointed out before, how's the future going to go? If that's right. They're saying we're going to push all these um, family farms out and then make it more... Um, Corporatized, yeah, and so it's going to show that there's all these. Where are they getting these people from to work the farm? Oh, and that's the thing. Once it goes corporate, there'll be no such thing as as hiring Aussies. It'll be cheap import labour hire. Mm. That's just the way they'll run it. Yeah, you know what I mean. If they the can get is, people in from overseas that they pay have to, I can only pay half. Mm. Of course they will. Yeah. Thing is, we pay more for our imports than we do the locals. Yeah, right. But in this day and age, though, as a local, if you're working on a farm and out in the paddock and that sort of thing, you're going to earn a fairly decent wage money. at the end Put of the week, way, if aren't you? If you do the same amount of work and the same everything as what these other boys are doing, you'll get paid the same amount of money. Yep. Yep. And that's for, got to remember too, you don't have to be educated, skilled. Yeah. You supply nothing, <clears> you get picked up every day, dropped off at home every day. Fucking hell. Not on my phone. No I stopped that. At night time. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, stopped right. That. No, yeah. That's yeah. unreal. Yeah. And is is a lot of the other, you know, farmers say you know, oranges, citrus, all that sort of thing, are they all using like imports and that sort of thing now Pretty as much. well I to cover yeah, theirs? That's the core of the farming. Mm. Is it really? I reckon it's funny. Farm. I went through Atherton yeah. the other day and all I seen was like Tongans. Yeah, right. Smolen followers. I didn't see any venues. Yeah. Well, it's so, like Lakeland, the, mm. the banana farm up Lakeland there. They always seem to have Tongan followers up there. Yeah. Mm. Well, some Owens, I can't remember which one. Yeah. But one or the other. You know, there was a few in Innisfar, but they're not really around anymore, are they? It's just more, yeah, venues in Innisfar. Yeah. And Fijians as well? well a little a few bit. Fijian yeah. boys. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 They yeah. sort of get along because they're only a hop, skip, and a jump. Well, they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're, ath- they're fucking athletic specimens, some oh, of them. Oh, they are. Hey? They are. <laughs> Just yeah. genetically gifted. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the two today weren't. Never said. 
skinny end of the gene pool. Yeah. <laughs> but they get out, you know what I mean? Like never set foot in a gym, maybe played a bit of touch with a coconut yeah. and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And just six packs, ripped, yeah. shredded, ripped. tall. Like for bananas, their arms are as long as my fucking legs. Like they're all just lean, muscly, just they're made for it. Yeah. Oh, they're so, made for it. So do you want to hear another story? Our, one of our other workers didn't turn up today because his nephew died on the weekend. He drowned in a 15-litre bucket of water and he's eight years old. Wow. Figure that one out. Well. <laughs> yeah, figure that one out. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, Maybe so- it was one of them real long, narrow buckets. <laughs> But his shoulders stuck there, his arms stuck by his side, just couldn't wheel himself out. Because I've I've actually, like, I had a conversation with a couple of followers. I said, how? And you know what they're saying? It's black magic, boss. We've got lots of black magic back home. (laughs) You did said heard every excuse in the sun. (laughs) And I said, probably wouldn't be someone drowned him in it, like put his head in it and held it in there. Waterboarding? Like. Pretty much that's the only way you could die in a bucket of water yeah. at eight years old. Yeah. Eight. Well, you'd like to think so. Yeah. Like, fuck, eight years old? <laughs> My kid's eight years well, old. Like and I'm pretty sure he wouldn't drown in a bucket something. unless I held him in it. Yeah. But four <laughs> or three, yeah. I don't reckon five. No, no, no. no. Yeah. So it's, it sounds like something dodgy. Or alternatively, he just invented a really shit story yeah. and didn't think it through. Yeah. But, but I also, <laughs> yeah. also said to him, so... Do you get like the police involved and like see if someone actually did kill him? You're like, oh no, boss, we it doesn't work like that over there. We just get says he died in a bucket. I'm like, fuck me, boss, what a different world it is, eh? Could be worse though. Over here, you get the police involved. They shoot you and your boyfriend, then go and hide the bodies. <laughs> hey, too soon. <laughs> With their fucking police issue firearm. <laughs> fucking not safe being there. not safe being around the coppers in New South Wales at the moment. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's just good to see that finally they're not just shooting the indigenous. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh that's fucking terrible that story is. Hey, they still haven't found the bodies. Haven't they? No. Nah. Fuck me. And he's not letting them up. Well, that's how it happened. Someone fucked him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got the shits about it and shot him. <laughs> but the worst part is now there'll be so much scrutiny over police having firearms. Mm. They'll probably end up taking firearms off police. Well, And I, it'll only be the tactical groups well, that's that sort of thing over, that have firearms. England, they England, don't have that's guns. what they do. Yeah, that's right. Cops New Zealand. If there's anywhere they need them, it's fucking yeah. England. Yeah, yeah well, with all the well, all the shit that's starting to come into England via Europe as yeah. well. Yeah. It, it oh, you know, New Zealand, they don't carry firearms in New Zealand. Only the tactical groups and that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, so it's unfortunately it, it could end up going. I was talking to one of the coppers last night. He was telling me that Queensland alone, they, they let out over the last six months because we, we talk about the juvenile crime, shit kids running around pension cars and all that sort of thing. There was fucking three houses broken into just down the bottom of the hill here mm. just last night. Yep. You know? Um, and so they had this big push. Queensland police have been talking about all these recruits. We're going to recruit 800 or 900 over the next 12 months and rah, 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 rah. Well, they've, they've, they've lost 350 <laughs> and they've recruited none. Fuck yeah. Fuck. Not a fucking good indictment. No. You know? Like, as much as we all like to have our whinge and, our and, the, and whine about the police, oh, fucking assholes ping me for this or fucking assholes ping me for that and that sort of stuff. 
a world without them could be pretty fucking ordinary. <laughs> and I reckon it's an important job where um, you've got to be recruiting the right people. Oh, well. Which makes it hard. Not the ones that are going to shoot their numbers. ex-boyfriend and his new partner, <laughs> eh? <laughs> that just goes to say, show maybe their psych evaluations aren't where <laughs> they should be. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> Bit of a change with the recruitment. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they need to ask different questions during their recruiting phase. They should yeah. probably ask, were you picked on at school? If they say yes... No, you don't oh, get it. So <laughs> many of them are. You remember when that uh, there was a copper only just oh, maybe two or three years ago, and he tasered that ninety-year-old woman in a in a nursing home, mm. and she died. Yeah, because she had a butter knife. Or a something. butter knife or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see a picture of him? No, you never seen a pic- mate. No. I'm not kidding you. If if anyone screamed. I got picked on at high school. It's this cunt. It's, it was the first thing I said to my missus when we, the photo came up on the news. And I said, oh, fuck, he got picked on in high school. <laughs> and now he's tasering 90-year-old women. <laughs> my missus was like, it's a nursing home. Couldn't they just have fixed that with a bed sheet? I'd just yeah. walk up one on each end of a bed sheet and yeah. wrap her up. I'm like, yeah, fucking of course they could. Mm, yeah. All right. Okay. There you go. <laughs> what else do you like about North Queensland? What's kept you here? Uh, I guess well, a lot of the things you guys talk about. You got yep. the you got the reefs. You got the ocean. Sometimes when it's not raining, you got beautiful weather. Um, and it's home. It's always yeah. been home to me. All my family's here. Um, yeah, that's what I love about North Queensland. It's a bit it's like it's a bit like gravity in it, North yep. Queensland. Yeah, especially when you're a young fellow, you kind of think, oh. Maybe somewhere else would be good. I'll go and try this place. I'll go and have a look at that place for a little while. But for some reason, you yeah. always just kind of gravitate back. Yeah. Especially too, I guess, uh, living on rural my whole life to have that kind of space. Like it's mm. something you take for granted really. Like I don't I don't think I'd be able to live amongst civilization. Nah. Like it's good. I don't think the, our next door neighbours could nah. live with us. <laughs> nah. We got, we got outside voices. The fuck outside no. Is your what the ones on the hills? Over there, the ones yeah. with binoculars. <laughs> Them bastards. Yeah. Your family just as loud as ours? Not as bad. I reckon the Alcock family would have to be the loudest out there. Oh, they go to the same. That's why he does a fucking podcast. <laughs> what about the shed? I took in the shed there on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and I Fred Durst pumping. <laughs> I said, oh, you want to hear my stereo in the shed? And I said, he goes, well, where is it? I said, look up. <laughs> then I press play. <laughs> oh, and this shit just yeah. here. Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Probably. Like, most other city. people just have like one of them little docking stations. Yeah. No, this fuckwit's got six fucking amps that are four feet tall. Yeah. Well, like, the funniest part was after we yeah. heard the music, me and him were docking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. As if you don't know what docking is, Google it right now. Yeah. Uh, get your kids out of the car while you Google it. Yeah, yeah. Don't let it play. <laughs> Yeah, he took my kids down there one night. We were all over here and a few drinks. And he took my kids down there and he, fuck, I can't even remember what it was that you put. You chucked something on Limp Biscuit <laughs> oh, or something yeah. like that. And my young fella ran out of the shed. <laughs> <laughs> he shit the bed and bolted. <laughs> I don't understand, Dad. Why is it so loud? I oh, fucked if I know. He's a, he's a dickhead, Dad. Yeah, industrial deafness. <laughs> he did show me his straight spear gun too, actually. The yeah. new spear gun as well. Nice and oiled. Oiled up. Oiled all up. oiled up. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I jumped in and did some more welding on the uh, console this afternoon. Nice. Because I ran off. I was just about to finish it. Ran out of fucking wire on a Sunday. <laughs> you reckon you can get MIG wire on a Sunday? <laughs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> it's all coming along. Yeah, it's nearly done. Yeah. Is that, it? That, that part there is. Yeah. Got a date on the motor? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh well, if we go to the reef, maybe you can have me and you can have a date on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of which, Friday we going? Maybe oh, I think because we had like a couple of workers not turn up today, and then a couple of foot fell apart, and some leaving tomorrow. It's gonna be a long week for me this week, I think. Oh, well, look, if you can't make it, I'll go. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know how it works out. <laughs> what are you up to on Friday? <laughs> a new crew member. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's exactly right. <laughs> as long as you can press the throttle forward, back, and, and say sorry. <laughs> that's all we need. That's all we need. Neutrals for sorry. Oh, fuck, sorry. <laughs> Dunk. <laughs> oh, well, fuck, let's get fucking... Into this piss here. Let's, we, Mick brought up like five cartons of piss, so everyone must get stuck into one on a Monday on night. On a Monday night. Yeah. I'm not scared. <laughs> yeah, you're weak. I'm off. halfway there. <laughs> Legend. All right, All right Mick, Mick Horsford. Check him out on Mick Horse. Thank you. On uh, Instagram, isn't it Mick Horse? Insta- yeah, it is. It is. Oh, that's what someone well, you said. you put that reel up that you sent me the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't put it up. <laughs> All right, we've got to let the story out. <laughs> you want to tell it? No, nah, you, tell, you it? tell it. You'll be much better at it. <laughs> so he walked into the primary school the other day and um, seen this young kid back, head back, uh, back to him so he couldn't really see who he was as he walked this past him. This is my him. kind of story already. <laughs> <laughs> as he walked past him, he thought, oh, there's Joe's kid and just like get punched him in the fucking shoulder and kept walking. Like a good punch because the cunts need it. So he gave him a fucking good punch and he, kept, he walked in and then he got to school and then he said, Oh, and then he found out that Joe was away for to a funeral. So he's like, "Was that was Brandon at school the other day?" And they're like, "I don't think he goes. So I've, I've punched some other." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. And you're now officially not allowed within three hundred yeah. meters of a, of a public school or any kind of daycare facility. So I sent him a picture. I probably fucking deleted it. <laughs> Did the kid look like this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now there's a warrant out for yeah, your arrest. Yeah, the wait for me. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, fucking, where is it? I think I shared it with Kate as well, so here it is. You won't be able to open it, and that's all. So that's a... Anyone knows this, he goes to eat the abuse in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> that's the shittest photo. Too. <laughs> so I got a picture of his Instagram. I said, if anyone knows this man, can you please contact this file police? And um, he has abused a child in the school grounds. A- APB was out. <laughs> when I first moved back to Cairns, I scored a, 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 to North Queensland. I was up in Cairns and I, I scored a bit of a security gig through a, a good mate of mine. And he was kind of general manager of this place and the big boss the ceo was above him i'd never met the ceo before and i'm a bit fucking silly and i say things that i really shouldn't and this bloke come up to me and he, he said oh you know you know mate i'm such and such and you know i heard you're a mate of shane's and i said yeah here i am, mate and this place was like a leagues club brothers leagues club and it had a fucking um a daycare thing for the kids you know and i don't know what fucking possessed me i don't think a lot before i speak and I said to this bloke, um, hey, just out of curiosity, is that like a, a fucking registered daycare kind of facility? Like, is that licensed or what? And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a registered, you know, care facility for children. And that's the, oh, I said, oh, fuck, hey. I said, oh, oh, there was this bit of a misunderstanding a couple of years ago. I said, I'm not actually supposed to be within 300 metres of a fucking <laughs> school or a daycare facility. But, I mean, like, it was really was just a misunderstanding. And, and I think it's, it's pretty much over now anyway. It was only for five years and I think we're about four or something. <laughs> And he just stopped and fucking looked at me. You know, he's a very serious businessman type. And he, and he went, uh-huh, and turned around and walked away. 
Yeah. Two minutes later, my mate Shane comes storming down the front door. What the fucking hell did you just fucking tell him? You fuck it. He's an Irishman. He can't see me. Are you for, number one? Are you fucking serious? I said, of course I'm not fucking serious. He goes, well, why the fuck would you say that to the CEO? You silly fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm allowed near schools again. The five years is up. Yeah, five years ways up. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go for a drink. Mick right. Horsford, thanks for joining us, bud. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, for no drama. Me. And thanks for listening. Hey, real quick, we got a, we got a little email on the podcast. The fucking thing. I don't even know what it is. It says we've had ten thousand fucking listeners. Well done. Ten thousand subscribe. What, what's what streams? Ten thousand streams. Oh, Whatever the. F- it was ten thousand something, and it came yep. from our. Podcast streaming place So whoever's out there listening Fucking You're a legend Fucking hell You're all sick cunts I reckon <laughs> Fucking sick cunts I mean Want to tune in on a Monday really night need to go and check yourself Want to tune in on a Monday weirdos. night And talk about blokes Fucking talking <laughs> oh, Anyway Good hell Let's go I all need right. a drink Later. Hey Bruss, welcome to the pub and my podcast We'd like to thank you for getting off your rust But there's one thing that you could do for us If only one thing that you could do for us Is to share this podcast with one of your mates And then we repay you by sticking a finger up your date But not in a gay way, but to check your prostate Cause that's what friends do and not feel violated So just one thing, share this yarn with your mate That's just one thing, yeah we might scrap the prostate thing Cause chicks do are a thing too and blokes don't get to share all the love and probably our fingers will stink and if we don't wear gloves and we should probably who wears rubbers these days it's 20 fucking 24 come on kids wear rubbers still i I don't i don't know what to say